Come on. They're right there. Let's go. Move, 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 move. Again, you know, if you look at it as a Chinese way of perspective, it's like, who asked me in a hundred years? Mm-hmm. Right. That's mm-hmm. like a common theme with them because they are so vast in their like history and the way they think um, that they think about things a lot further on than we do. We think about things in four year election cycles, whereas they're thinking about things like, cool, man, where's my 2022 or my 2200 plan? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just a little bit different because. Well, they have windmills and water mills that are older than our country by like they do. several hundred years so like when you like that's something i started thinking about whenever china became like on the map you know i don't know several years ago now like as somebody that we may have to contend with again and it's like japanese empires and chinese empires have water mills that are you know 800 years old 400 years older 500 years older than we than we are as a country so when 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 it it makes sense to me that we think so short term compared to how the civil war actually went down. I I get into it pretty deep during my thesis about how, you know, obviously they were, you know, the communists were losing, but Mm -hmm. essentially they, they stayed to the hinterlands. They didn't occupy the cities they occupied. They, they maintained freedom of movement for themselves, but not so much for the KMZ. And, uh, you know, that's when Chiang Kai-shek essentially, you know, he had the momentum and he lost it. And uh, that's why, you know, that's why his derivatives are in um, Taiwan. But I think um, you're talking about like the entire nationalist mm-hmm. movement. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so they go to Taiwan and everybody thinks that Mao's going to follow on, crush them and, and reclaim that. And then he doesn't. Right. Right. Which kind of leads us to where we are. That's where we're at today. Today. Yeah. And, and everybody, you know, like if you don't understand that history, it's like, no, Taiwan's their own country. And it's like, but if you look at it historically and you look at what actually happened, it was not it. it yeah, that's a dicey little line right there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, obviously, you know, the communists took over China. They, you know, sold them everything that they could possibly sell them, just like socialism usually does. You know, we're all going to get together and it's all going to be great. We're all going to share everything. Kumbaya. Kumbaya yeah. and everything else. And my argument is this. If I give everybody in the world $10, it's still going to get divvied up at the end of the day, probably where it's at today. 100%. You know, just give it, give it some time. I say the same thing about education. Like, yeah, we can make education free. You can get a doctorate for free. And you know what? After that first 10 years of, oh, this is really cool. Now we can do all these things we've been suppressed from. No, you haven't. You The same people are going to get that same education that they got when they paid for it. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe you'll have a small outlier of group that it actually benefits, but it's going to be a small one. Because anybody that wants to go get these things can go get them if they want them. Right. They choose not to. Right. Yeah. And like, um, you know, it's one of those things like initiative. You can't train initiative. Well, you can, but it takes pain. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, there's just some people that have the initiative that want to go out and be go-getters and everything else. And then there's people that just are very happy with, hey, I'm happy doing what I do and I'm not going to push myself further. Um, but just to kind of get back to, you know, Mao's and like my whole argument and the thesis was that they don't really think that differently than us. There are things that they have and think about. And like I made the analogy in there between, you know, chess and go, mm-hmm. um, which is just a very, it's to me, I very much found it as like a very like, you know, pinpoint way of thinking that is a little bit different than their way and our way. Right. Whereas, you know, we play chess in the West, right. We're going for the king. We're going for the win all the time. 
Whereas um, over there they play Go, and there is like it's very hard to a calculate who wins, and b it's a very long game that's all about surrounding your enemy so that they can't move, right? So like you're limiting their freedom of movement, and just like your experiences over there in Afghanistan and stuff, man. Like what was most of the stuff that we were doing over there? Yeah, we were trying. Movement. Not too far. You're marking a building. Hit him. Yeah, that's good. That's a good shot. That's a funny. Yeah. Funny.